The Lord is with you. He is your strength. He is your healer. He is working in ways you cannot see. He is a God filled with promises. In fact, the scriptures have 5,467 promises that he makes to us. And I believe that this weekend, God wants to increase your expectation. Well, here in my hand, I have a rock as I come to worship. It's not just any rock. This is a rock that I picked up when I was in the Holy Lands from the Valley of Elah. That's the very same valley where David picked up five smooth stones before the promise to him was fulfilled in defeating Goliath. God promised David, I'll be with you. And God has a promise for you. And in this moment, we're going to receive those promises as we worship the Lord. In fact, in 2 Peter chapter 1, we read these words. It says, God's divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises. God has great and precious promises for you. Let's lift our hands together. Father, I pray that as we in faith raise our hands before you, you would work in us to let us know that you are the God, the promise-keeping God who is at work on our behalf, in us, for us, through us. And as we worship, Lord, come and fill us with expectation. Fill us with the knowledge that you are working in us and through us for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let's worship Jesus Christ, our Lord. Cathedral, let's worship the Lord together.
Oh, somebody just shout the name of Jesus in your circumstance. Come on. The gates of hell will never stand a chance. Your name prevails. Jesus, the great I am. No word will fail. No weapon formed against your name prevails. Jesus, the great I am. The gates of hell will never Yes, Lord, you are the God of the promise. He is ready to fulfill his promise in you. Wow, Pastor Vaughn, worship team, band, thanks so much. That was so powerful, so anointed, and so preparing our hearts for the word today. He has a promise for us. In fact, there's a promise in this season God's been giving to us here at Cathedral of Faith. It's found in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. And here's what God says to you and me. It says, God can do anything, you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply and gently within us. God has some God-sized things he wants to do in your life. So as we come to this overflowing, fill you up, flood you, Niagara Falls, overflow you, God, Here's how I want you to come today. Not with a kid-sized cup, not even with a grande-sized, not even a mega-sized or a king-sized or a super-sized cup. Come with a God-sized expectation for promises fulfilled, for dreams to come to pass, for God to do great and amazing things. And speaking of God-sized dreams, here's Stephanie, the voice of Cathedral, to tell us some ways you can give that God-sized life in this season. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Wayne. Well, hello, Cathedral of Faith family. Last weekend, Pastor Ken kicked off our latest series, Dream Again. And we invite you to join us on the journey as we take a look of those broken and lost dreams of our past and allow God to bring them back to life. And as you pursue those God-sized dreams in your life, we have made resources available to you for free on the church website. There's study materials for all ages and devotionals you can do on your own or with your family. <laughs> 
So maybe you have a dream, you gave up on a dream, or you want to dream, but you don't know where to begin. I encourage you to let the inspirational words of our senior pastor fuel your faith to dream again. Pastor Ken's book, Imagine Living Your Dream, is available to purchase at cathedraloffaith.org. Now, I know 2020 was a tough one, but it's over. It's 2021, and it's time to dream again. And what better way than for us to dream together? Dr. Wayne? Thanks, Steph. God has always had a dream. And his dream is that there be a people here on earth who would demonstrate what it's like in heaven. And such a great time for 55 years, Cathedral has been that people. And one of the God-sized dreams that God gave to Pastor Ken was that there'd be campuses all over the Bay Area doing that same thing, living out the love in their communities. And this weekend, we give a special shout out to our Gilroy campus. They celebrate five years of God's faithfulness, yes. God working in and through them. Way to go, Pastor Kent Guardiola, Pastor Mike and Ann and all the team there. You know, this past year, they gave out over a million dollars worth of food just in their community. God is doing amazing things. He's a God-sized promiser, a God-sized fulfiller, and he has God-sized dreams for us. Speaking of promises of God, there's another one I want to share with you from Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. And here's what God says. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. God has a hope and a future for all of us. And one of the best ways we can invest in our future and come alongside God to work toward that future is when we bring our tithes and offerings to Him. You can do that in this moment by going online. You can go to our app. You could also write it out and mail it to the church or drop it by the church office. This is how we invest in the future. This is how we put faith in God for the future. You can also text GIVE to the number at the bottom of the screen. We're looking forward to what God's going to do. He has God-sized promises. He has God-sized dreams. And I hope you have a God-sized expectation coming with a God-sized cup ready to receive as Pastor Ken encourages us and exhorts us and equips us to dream again. Hello, Cathedral family. This is the year the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And it is time, Cathedral, it's time to dream again. If I was to ask you to pick a number, any number, what number would you choose? Would you choose a hundred or a thousand or a million? Back in 1998, there were two grad students who were starting a company. It was a search engine company. And when they were choosing a name, instead of choosing a name, they chose a number. Now, the number they chose 
was very big. It was a one, and after that, there were a hundred zeros added to that number. Now, this number is known as a Google. Does that sound familiar? Well, the rest, as we know, is, is history. And one person who was a part of the company said this about the founders. Said, it takes a lot of confidence and courage to go ahead and do that. It's rare to find people, rare, to find people who think on such a grand scale and are able to create a great product at the same time. So let me ask that question again. As you think about 2021, what number would you pick? How big is your dream? How many zeros does God want to add to your dream? During this season of prayer and fasting, one of my prayers for you comes right from the words of scripture in Ephesians chapter one. We read, I have never stopped thanking God for you. And I haven't cathedral family. I love, I love you. And I thank God for you. I pray for you constantly asking God, the glorious father of our Lord Jesus Christ to give you wisdom to seek clearly and really understand who Christ is and all that he's done for you. I pray that your hearts would be flooded with light so that you can see something of the future that he has called you to share. So that you can see something of the future so you can see it and you can own it and you can dream it. A dream is a little bit like a, a magnet. A compelling dream will capture your heart and your mind, your very life and draw you to it. It seems to me that dreaming is one of the things that distinguishes us from the animal kingdom. I mean, we have a, a, a dog, an Irish wolfhound. His name is Arthur and he's a part of the family, but I've never caught Arthur dreaming about the future. He's never told me about how one day he wants to travel back to his ancient homeland or how he wants to one day create a new startup that would build a better doghouse or that one day he wants to watch his food intake so he can still fit through the door. Dreaming about the future, this is something that only human beings can do. We have instincts like animals, but we have more than instincts. We have the ability to, to dream, to dream about a, a new company or to create a new technology or to develop a, a new piece of music or an innovative ministry or a towering skyscraper. Every time we're dreaming and creating, we're reflecting the image of our creator. The dream of God, it's a little bit different than the purpose of God. The purpose of God, it doesn't really change for your life. You've been wired for worship. You've been formed for God's family. 
You've been created to become more like Christ. You've been shaped for serving others. And you've been made for a mission to share the good news of Jesus with our world. That purpose is constant. But the dreams that God gives to you, well, they, they change and they evolve. It, it can depend upon your stage of life or your season of life. And that's why there's always reason. Whether you're young or old, there's always a place for dreaming a new dream. On the Today Show recently, there was a lady who is 90 years old and she just graduated from college. Now, when she was younger, she was focused on raising her family. That was her dream. But as she got older, she dreamed a new dream about going to college. And just recently, she graduated and she's 90 years old, but she still has some spunk. You can see it for yourself. Mom, I just want to let you know that on the call, we are very honored to have the president of Georgian Court University, Dr. Joseph Marbach, join us, and also <laughs> Provost Dr. Janice Warner. And Mom, they want to tell you something that's very special for you. In reviewing our records, we understand that you've had a long career in supporting your parish. For that work and life experience, we're awarding you the additional seven credits you needed to complete your degree requirements. It's a bad time. <laughs> Congratulations and welcome to the class of 2020. Have a very happy birthday. I love it. Uh, there's always space for dreaming a new dream. If you're still breathing, God is not finished with you yet. So as we enter 2021, what is the dream, the God-sized dream that is in your heart? If you're to bring your dreams to God, how many zeros does he want to add to that dream? What if it was a Google? Jesus once said, according to your faith, so shall it be unto you. So think with me for the next few moments about how to dream a God-sized dream. First of all, think of the flexibility that leads to a God-sized dream. It takes flexibility because God's dream will always stretch you. I saw a picture that says, if God had wanted me to touch my toes, he would have put them on my knees. I remember taking martial arts with my kids. Watch out, Cobra Kai. I took martial arts and, well, in the class, they told you about stretching. They made you stretch. And I remember the first time I stretched, well, it was hard. The older you get, the more inflexible you become. Hello. And stretching, well, it was uncomfortable. But after a while, it was amazing. You'll be surprised over time at just how far you can stretch beyond your knees all the way down to your toes. If you're looking for a God-sized dream, it will always stretch you. If you don't want to be stretched, don't ask for a God-sized dream because God's 
dream will always stretch you beyond your comfort zone. You see this in the words and the ways of Jesus, how he was always stretching the imagination of his listeners. In his most famous sermon, the Sermon on the Mount, the people he was talking to, these were common working class, blue collar people. And yet Jesus captures their imagination and stretches it when it comes to their significance and their influence. He says, you, you are the light of the world. And you, you are the salt of the earth. Let his dream stretch you beyond your knees all the way down to your toes. In another place, he says this to his followers. He stretches their imagination when it comes to more heaven right here on earth. He says the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. Someone took the seed and planted it in a field. It's the smallest of all seeds, but when it grows, it's the largest of all garden plants. It becomes a tree. Birds come and rest in its branches. He stretches our imagination for increase, to see more, to believe for more, to pray for more heaven right here on earth. Where is God wanting to do that in your life? Is there anything in your heart right now which is stretching you beyond your comfort zone? Sometimes when this happens and God calls us beyond our comfort zone, what we do is we hit the unfollow button. That I'll follow Jesus as long as he keeps me within my comfort zone. But as soon as he calls me beyond that, uh-oh, I hit the unfollow button. Friend, I want to encourage you. Allow the Holy Spirit to breathe courage. It takes courage to go beyond the comfort zone. Allow the Holy Spirit to breathe that courage into you and to follow the God-sized dream for your life. Allow God to stretch your imagination. I remember when the pandemic first hit, And we couldn't gather together and we were thinking, what are we going to do about Easter? God opened the door for us to be on network television right here in the Bay Area on Easter Sunday. Of course, that was way beyond my comfort zone. My comfort zone was right here in service at Cathedral. I've been doing that for 22 years as a lead pastor. That was my comfort zone. But to, to create and write and plan and produce a television program that would represent Christ well, not only to Cathedral of Faith, but to the greater Bay Area. Talk about a stretch. It was very humbling. It was very intimidating. But when our team decided that we needed to take that step of faith and create that television program, and we offered it to God, Do you know that we reached more people last Easter than the previous five Easter's combined? And God extended our opportunity. For three months, we were able to bring on television the good news of Jesus Christ to the Bay Area right in the middle of a pandemic. God can do much more than we could ever ask 
or imagine. Where is God calling you to step outside your comfort zone? That's what a God-sized dream looks like. Now, today we're going to do things a little bit differently. And, well, Pastor Shelley's going to come and preach his second point on the delight that leads to a God-sized dream. Thank you, Pastor Ken. The delight that leads to a God-sized dream. Psalms 37 and 4 says, Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desire. David communicates a conditional truth to us. He says that desire, that dream in your heart, it will be fulfilled if you delight in the Lord. The word delight simply means to please someone greatly. Delighting in the Lord brings great pleasure. As you and I delight in him, he fulfills his desire for our lives. The God-given desire that he has for you is not dependent upon your circumstance. For it has been established in the mind of God before the foundations of this earth. And God does not change his mind. God is immutable. He cannot change and he will not lie. If he gave the desire, he has the able ability to fulfill it according to his divine plan for you. It does not matter where you are on your journey today. Know this, the journey may be challenging, but the destination is secure. God wants to encourage us to know that no matter what we face or will face, a God-sized dream is always possible. It's possible when we choose to take delight in the Lord. For delighting in the Lord leads to discovering that your dream is a God-sized dream because it originated with him. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying, in Jeremiah 1 and 5, it says, I knew you before I formed you in the womb. Before you were born, I set you apart. This is such a powerful truth that before I was formed in the womb of my mom, God knew Shelley. And better yet, before Pastor Ken even met Elisa, God knew their children, Blake and Lauren. He knew them and then he formed them in Elisa's womb and he set them apart for a specific purpose as he did for Jeremiah and as he does for you and I. Never forget that a God-sized dream has a path and the path is delightful when we choose to put God first above all else. In Matthew 6 and 33, it says, but first and most importantly, 
seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, God's way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God, and all these things that you desire will be given to you also. That's how we delight in the Lord. We put him first. That is why in the first month of this year, Pastor Ken called us to a 21-day fast and to 21 days of fasting and praying. A season of delighting ourselves in the Lord. A season of praying and seeking him. A season of becoming more intimately and acquainted with him so that we can have his heart and so that we can know what his desire is for us. It is important to note that along the way, there will be hardships. It's a part of the process on the journey to your dream. So don't give up at the first sign of adversity. In this season, so many of us are discouraged, hopeless, defeated. We're looking at what's going on in the world, and we are looking at the condition the world is in. We're looking at the condition that we're in. We're looking at our disappointments, the losses we have had, the pain, the dysfunction, the strife, the frustration. And we say, what's the point of even dreaming? What's the point of dreaming of a preferable future? Nothing seems to be working. What's the point of pursuing my dream? Should I even be dreaming? Why even delight in the Lord? Things seem more depressing than delightful. Don't give in to apathy. Don't give in to the lies of the enemy. It's time to make a shift. Look up. You can still dream. Turn your eyes upon the Lord. Delight in him. Don't let fear and anxiety and hopelessness bring you down and rob you of your God-sized dream. God needs you in this world. You were born for such a time as this. You were born in this century to make a difference. In Proverbs 13 and 12, the Bible says hope deferred, unrelenting disappointment leaves you heart sick. But a sudden good break can turn life around. Cathedral family, hope is not deferred. Delight will lead you to a sudden break, a sudden good break. Struggles, though real, often serves as a GPS that navigates our way to fulfilling our dream. A friend whom I respect and love has often said, the obstacle is the way. And I've found that to be very true. So be encouraged today. Keep your head up. For with a God-sized dream in your heart, with faith in your feet, with God on your side, 
and with the power and the help of the Holy Spirit, you will not only be able to achieve your dream, but you will be able to delight in the journey along the way. Thank you, Pastor Shelley. Oh, what an awesome word. I'm inspired. I got my, well, I'm holding my head up high. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So as we're trying to find that God-sized dream, asking the Holy Spirit to breathe into us, well, a God-sized dream will stretch you. When you delight yourself in the Lord, well, he'll give you that dream. His desires become your desires and you're following well, the dream that he has for your life. And then finally, I want you to think from, with me about the fit that leads to a God-sized dream. In Psalm 139, we read this. You shape me first inside and then out. You form me in my mother's womb. I thank you, high God. You're breathtaking. Body and soul, I'm marvelously, marvelously made. I worship in adoration. What a creation. You know me inside and out. You know every bone in my body. You know exactly how I was made bit by bit, how I was sculpted from nothing into something. Like an open book, you watch me grow from conception to birth. All the stages of my life were spread out before you. God made you. God knows you. And the dream that God has for you will be the right fit for the way that he's made you. To drive this home, I borrowed some shoes. And so I'm going to try in some different shoes. Now, the first pair of shoes I borrowed from our cameraman, Joseph. Can everybody wave to Joseph? Hey, there's my buddy, Joseph. And I'm going to try on one of his shoes. Would you look at that? I mean, is this a shoe or is this a snow ski? I think I could downhill on these things. I mean, this shoe is way, way too big for me. And then I borrowed a pair of shoes here from uh, Megan, who's a part of our worship arts team. How about everybody wave at Megan? Hi, Megan. Now, Megan has these little tiny feet and trying to put these shoes on. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I feel a little bit like this picture right up here. Wow. That's not a good fit either. So I better stick with... Well, being in my own shoes. And that right there is what I want you to catch. If you try to, well, follow somebody else's dream with this shoe or that shoe, you're going to end up with blisters on your feet. Believe me, I know what that's like. Instead, you got to lean into the dream that God has for you. Because watch this. God's dream will stretch you, but it's always the right fit for you. This is what happens to a young man in the Bible by the name of Joseph. See, God had made Joseph to be a leader. He shaped him to be a leader. And then he gives him a dream to be a leader. To pull what's on the inside of him out. And everywhere Joseph goes, well, you can see his leadership gift 
starting to emerge wherever he's at. He's put in charge. When he's a slave in Potiphar's house, the Bible says, well, Joseph was in charge of the whole household. When he's a prisoner, even there in prison, he's put in charge of the other prisoners. And then finally, when he goes from the prison to the palace, he's put in charge of the entire country. Every place he's at draws upon, calls out the leadership gift that was on the inside of him. God saw what was on the inside of him that was waiting to get out. And so he gives him a dream that's consistent with the way that he's been wired. So if you're looking for a God-sized dream, ask the Holy Spirit to give you a clue to how you've been wired. What are the gifts that you have? What's the passion you have? What's the story you have? See, these make up what I call your GPS. And where are the needs around you that draw upon, that call upon your GPS? There's greatness on the inside of you that's waiting to get out. When you find that space, well, that's the sweet spot for joy. One theologian puts it this way. He says, the place God calls you to is the place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meets. That's the sweet spot for joy, a dream that stretches you and yet is the right fit for you. So Cathedral of Faith, what is the God-sized dream that is stirring in your heart? What if God wanted to add a few zeros and give you a Google-sized dream? What if the dream God gave you was so grand, not only did you live out the dream, but that dream outlived you. This weekend, we celebrate the life and the dream of Dr. Martin Luther King. We've had a lot of highlights over the 55 years here at Cathedral of Faith, but one of my personal highlights was when we had the honor of having his son, Martin Luther King III, as a guest speaker at the church. And I'll never forget how when he saw the Cathedral of Faith family, he said, this is what my dad dreamed of. It was very humbling. And what is, was a testimony to the power of Christ, how Christ can bring people together. It was a testimony to how his dad's dream was coming to pass. Not only did Dr. King have a dream that he lived out, but he had a dream that outlived him. That's what you call a God-sized dream. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And when this happens, when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring, from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city. We will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual. 
That's what a God-sized dream looked like. And God has a dream for you. The starting point, that dream is turning your life over to Jesus. And if you've never done that, I invite you to say this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, I need a savior. I cannot save myself. And I believe that Jesus is the savior of the world. I put my faith and my trust in him. I put him in charge of my life. Thank you, God, for loving me like you do, making me a part of your family and having a dream for my life. Amen and amen. Well, allow God to stretch your imagination because here at Cathedral of Faith, we say anything is possible because we serve an amazing God. And here comes the worship team to remind us of that truth. I can do anything I can do all things Cause it's you who gives me strength Nothing is impossible Through you blind eyes are open Strongholds are broken I am living by faith Nothing's impossible
Thank you so much, Cathedral, for joining with us today. And, and Pastor Shelley, what a great time to be able to team teach with you. I know. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, that was great. Well, Thank we got you, outside Pastor our comfort Ken. zone today. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you need prayer, please give us a call uh, at the church. We'd love to pray with you and pray for you. And don't forget, right after uh, the benediction, the rap starts, it's a great way to go deeper and further with the message. Pastor Shelley, would you speak the benediction yeah. today? May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you and give you his peace. Cathedral, go live out that God-sized dream. Amen. We love you. Yo, Cathedral of Faith, oh, what's up, everybody? Come on what's in up? there. It's still Come a happy in. new year. Hope yes. you're doing well. And Pastor Ken is leading us uh, forward. I hope you're not asleep, or if you are, I hope you're dreaming. Ooh, okay. yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, here, let's get right into this message. Eddie, what's up, man? What's Come on, up? Tell me, tell me what you heard. Well, sermon. it's blessed to be here, and what I really felt like came out to me was God stretching us, taking us out of our comfort zone, you know? And I could share, you know, from my personal experiences, there have been seasons in life where you, you've mastered something, you grow through something, and then all of a sudden you're like, why am I bored with this? Or God, change me, do something yeah. new in my life. Yeah. And then he'd, okay. <laughs> and then you step into something like, whoa, why am I going through these changes? And I don't know how to do these things. Uh, and it's getting out of our comfort zones. And I feel like God just takes us, you know, truly from glory to glory, strength to strength, moves us through the seasons of life as we grow. And uh, that's something that really just stuck out to me that he's with us, you know, mm. to bring us out of the comfort. And if anything, like what this last year taught us, like, get out of your comfort, you know what I mean? And yeah. stretch. Yeah. yeah. So good word. Good word. Well, uh, pastor can continue to talk about and today with pastor Shelley also is to dream again. And it's so true. Mm. It's like, uh, he, the dream that God gives us totally stretches out, right? Yeah. That's why we need the flexibility. Takes that out of the comfort zone, takes us to what we're familiar about, even mm. our expertise, our experience, our education, our finance, even our character mm. and oh, I think I, I think about that I go there's a reason why sometimes you think your dream is not mm. happening mm. it's because God is still in work in us mm -hmm. especially yeah. our character amen yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because it's we're talking about a God-sized dream yeah right and this God-sized dream that's that's putting us in this place to stretch. And we kind of put that in the tangible. Mm. Pastor Ken did a cool job of taking us to the intangible. He says, hey, what's the number you come up with? Yeah. Zero, 100. Mm. And then he throws out this, this number with a bunch of zeros. He calls it the Google number, mm -hmm. right? And this image hit me. This God-sized dream, it, it doesn't end with the Google number, 
right? Yes. Google number is somewhere between our number and God's number mm. for us. Mm. Man, and if we can stretch ourselves, especially in this season, right? God's mm. got us in this season where you don't, everybody's a part of this. God does not want anyone to miss out on this. Mm. The whole world is having to deal with it. Not just us yeah. and our families, not just in our in our states. In our, it's, the whole world is dealing with Absolutely. it. So, man, praying that people people don't miss it. People yeah. don't miss out on God's size dream. Yeah. Yeah, we're, every, everyone's being equally distributed their pain and suffering. <laughs> yeah, everyone has the privilege. Absolutely. To, we have, we to, are all privileged in this pandemic. area of ex experiencing this. Yeah. And I think that helps me too. Um, you know, one of the things I've, I've been trying to learn for myself is, is learning that our, our difficulties and those obstacles that are in our way, they're, it's, they're not personally against us. Like yeah. there's not some kind of plan or meeting or strategy we've got to take down this person because we don't like mm -hmm. them or uh, they're not for this. Um, and I, and I, that's paralyzed me in the past, thinking like God doesn't like me or God's mad at me or something yeah. or, or, you know, whatever it is, it's always some strategy against me. But it's, dude, there's, there's, mm -hmm. there's resistance against us all, like right. gravity. Gravity's not discriminating, right? Mm -hmm. And gravity's not choosing mm -hmm. who to apply that's, pressure to. And we're all feeling this together. And I think yeah. that part of that is like, there's a little bit of a freedom in that to be like, hey, okay, we're all trying to figure this out together. Give yourself some grace yeah. as you pace yourself right. on this year. Yeah, I think um, uh, when there's a, a song that says, I have made you too small in my eyes. Ooh, and I think about, yeah, how, um, God, my prayer is, God, don't leave me to myself and help me. Like in the beginning when Pastor Ken said, he's like, it's it's very, um, it's hard to find people, red for people who dream such large scale dreams. But yet that's who our God is. And we're made in the image of God. And so I think for all of us is like, God, help us to really live as we were created to live. But I, I want to speak on what Ms. Uh, Pastor Shelley said about when our, our we have so much disappointment. Yeah. It's sometimes like you feel like, Everything you thought and that you knew is completely gone. So how do you start to dream again when you feel like all the rules are changed or everything you thought was different? And that scripture that she said, or it said, but a sudden good break can turn things around. Whoa. A sudden good break. And I just feel compelled to just share, like, whether it's a relationship, a family, a marriage, um, uh, financially, I know there's businesses that are closing, whatever that is, God does not operate in the framework that the world operates Amen. in. Amen. It's different. His ways are higher. And so I just pray hope for all, every single one of us in this. And I want to add because Doc, uh, Dr. Shelley, <laughs> Dr. Shelley said, like, delight ourselves. That's right. And the desire of our heart will be met. And it's so true. Even if we don't know what it is that God is putting in our heart, if we just start delightful and, mm -hmm. and worshiping God and and mm -hmm. and that delight it just brings hope like mm -hmm. you're talking yeah. about and we don't really need to copy others people dream mm -hmm. or right. steal others people dream mm -hmm. or wish for that other yeah. person's dream right. God specifically have designed a dream just for us mm -hmm. you know? so true. And, I, and I think to add to that because I think we live in a comparison time where you know we look at this online or we see this video and and I want to be like that and it's like okay it's good to ask aspire to you know certain characters and traits of you know we we all have heroes but when it becomes so that like I don't look like that or I don't yeah. talk like that so I guess I'm not worth anything right, and then right. we 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 box ourselves in or we never leave our house ever again and we feel like yeah. we're just dying 
yeah. to ourself and, and self-pity. Mm-hmm. But, you know, God in his grace and his mercy can still shine yeah. his light and bring us out. Like, like I think of the story of Joseph, right? You know, he had a dream and everybody, his brothers hated on him. I mean, mm-hmm. he experienced the hardships, but he had to go through the process. You know but that's I mean? such a good word, bro. Like, because uh, I think... And it's good to to expose it, right? So it's not operating in the darkness or unknowingly in our life. Is that we have that that propensity to to compare ourselves, and and maybe now more than ever because so much of our life is lived on a screen now, right? We're watching everything from a distance. We're here. We're isolated to protect ourselves. It's for our own good. We get it. But the other side of that coin, the curse and the blessing is that we are we need to guard ourselves of watching the screen time of of man why you know and we were joking around earlier about man I used to love when I first got my pair of Jordans when I was a kid and I was like oh this is amazing I put them on I was, and they looked clunky on me I was like they don't look as cool as they do on him and 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 um because you know like I'm not 6'6 and I'm not thin and athletic like he is you know what and um, dunk the same yeah. way. <laughs> and um, but there, there's and and part of the other side of the coin too. We're we're uh, segueing into Pastor Ken's thing about the shoes that don't yes. fit. You know, and I think we've all felt that. And while yep. he was saying that, I one of my thoughts was that you know that there there the truth is that there are more shoes out there that don't fit me than shoes that do fit me. Mm-hmm. And I think we, if we understand that and kind of have that in our default setting of how we're looking at the world and how we're operating and behaving in the world, we won't be so thrown off guard when something doesn't fit, mm-hmm. when something doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's par for the course. We understand, hey, we're going to receive a lot of opposition mm-hmm. and more things are going to probably go wrong than actually go right. But th- it only takes one. Uh, like yeah. it takes well, the way God operates. It only takes a couple things to go right. And man, there's breakthrough. Amen. And I think it's so Amen. comforting to know that there is a sh- pair of shoes out there that Absolutely. fit me, yeah. that God created and sewed together just for me. And I also think that when we have this in perspective, we're less distracted. And I feel like the enemy uses this of all the other shoes to weaken us, to take our focus, our yeah, attention, so, so that we will not focus on the, the pair of shoes that we have and mm. march on the road that we have. Mm. So my prayer for us is that we would be set free from all this Amen. that it takes yes. from us. Yeah. It's like Dreaming again. Everyone Amen. is unique. Everyone is is special. Everyone yeah. is called, and mm-hmm. everybody has their gifts and their Amen. creativity, their ability. Whatever God deposited inside of each one of us, mm-hmm. you know, we have Amen. to own that. Amen. And, Amen and I that. think just coming to that point of like, okay, yes. God, if nothing else matters, just let me understand yeah. this and simplify yeah. and, and live for what's essential. Dreaming again, Cathedral of Faith. We're dreaming again. Yes. We're dreaming again. Get that in our spirits. Get that in Amen. our vocabulary. Get it in our prayers. Ooh. Get it in our prayers. That's Dream right. it again. Pastor Rell, tell us a little bit more how we could do that. You know, uh, this, whole, I, this whole notion of all these things that we need to find delight in is going to be challenging and finding the right fit. One of the greatest ways we can do that is through prayer. And we're in 21 days of fasting season. Pastor Ken mentioned it, Pastor Shelley, along with Pastor Robert's leading it. And everybody, we have prayer going on every Wednesdays uh, live on Facebook. And if you don't have Facebook, man, get on, um, get online, prayercathedralfaith.org. Let's get it you hooked up because on that day, we're, we have a yes. new virtual prayer room. We have a Zoom yes. Zoom room where we can jump in and we can pray for you right then, right there. Awesome. And, you know, nobody ever said, you know, I, I got too much prayer. Yeah. <laughs> so we invite you to join us uh, Wednesdays um, on 
Cathedral Cares Prayer, as well as our new virtual prayer room. That's it. That's we should it. do live in the Zoom. <laughs> yeah, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 16. This is uh, Pastor Ken's, what he started with. And he said, uh, I pray to the Lord Jesus Christ to give you wisdom yeah. to see clearly and really understand who Christ is and all that he has done for you. And then it says, I pray that your heart will be flooded with light so that you can see something of the future that he has called you to share. That's our scripture for this week. Amen. Hang on to a cathedral of faith. We are dreaming again. We're moving forward. We're in the prayer. Uh, it, and, and just so hang on. Let's keep dreaming, 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 and see what God's going to do. I got a question for you guys as we end this one. Why does a fast go so slow? Things that make Deep you thoughts that make you think. Tune in next time. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. And as always, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap.